Welcome back to another episode. This week we are going to be talking about accountability. So pulling yourself up on your own bullshit and also pulling other people up on their bullshit. And I don't know if you can tell, but I'm really excited for this one. It's going to make your life so much easier and so much better. But before we get into that little quick life update, do I have one? Oh, yes. Best party idea is to like dress up as old people and go out. Like my partner and I had our mate's 30th and oh my God, everyone showed the fuck up with their old people clothes. And I was so here for it with the walkers, the gray hair. It was just epic. The glasses, oh, detail. It was so good. Highly recommend as a party option. Had such a good time. Um, I think that's all I want to say. But other than that, let's get into the episode. Okay, so let's dive into accountability. This is pulling yourself up on your own shit. This is holding other people accountable for their actions and their behaviors. So when I talk about accountability, this kind of encompasses a whole lot of things. I'm talking about when you say you're going to do something and following through. It's about owning up to something you did, something that might have been wrong and stepping up and trying to fix it or at least trying to apologize for it or to just be honest. It's being more solution focused instead of playing the victim in a situation and expecting other people around you to fix it. It's saying where you might have played a role in something going wrong like a relationship, whether it's romantic or a friendship, but then completely deciding to blame another person for the breakup, the divorce or whatever it is. There's just so many different ways where accountability plays a role in life massively, particularly with relationships but also with yourself and trying to achieve something in your life. So goal settings, getting shit done, self-love, all those things. The way you even perceive other people has a lot to do with accountability. So these are just a few examples that I'm going to go through throughout this episode. Let's get into them. So number one is playing the victim. This is about the role that you played in a scenario and not being accountable for your behaviors in it. So for example, I actually think this scenario is quite a common one in life where someone has broken up with their boyfriend or girlfriend and then they're complaining like, oh, they didn't fight for me. Now I don't know what to do. I don't know where we stand. So I guess it's done. They don't want the relationship. So I guess it's over. All of that sort of talk. Like you've literally just dumped them and in your head, you've now shifted the blame onto them like If it was me and I just got dumped, like, fuck no, suck my dick, fuck off. I'm not going to fight for someone that's literally saying, laters, have a good one, bye. Like, why would someone fight for something or someone that's not willing to work on the relationship and resorts to giving up and dumping the other person and that to them is now the easy way out instead of dealing with the shit and working through it. So now the response is always going to be, you know what, I'm done, you're not offering to fight and to work on the relationship at all. So with this, why are you you expecting this person to stay and fight? That's you not being accountable. So obviously that person that you've just done isn't that horrible because you would have used it as fuel to fight for the relationship instead of just ending it. So you must understand that you also played a role in the fact that this relationship was falling apart because you wouldn't be with them if there wasn't anything good to fight for and you wouldn't be feeling this way out. 
But now the fact that it's completely ended and you don't want the responsibility for that, you now are putting the blame onto them because they didn't fight for you. And now you're telling yourself that's the real reason. So take some ownership over the fact that you wanted to call the relationship and you called it. You might regret it now, but that's okay. It's fine to then turn the table around, especially when it's a breakup because there's a lot of emotions involved. You probably realize after the fact that you didn't make the right decision breaking up with them. You just expected a different outcome or you were expecting them to perform a different way or imagine them to react a different way. You're just a little disappointed with the outcome because it wasn't what you envisioned. They didn't fight for you. And now the responsibility is completely in your hands because you ended it. The reason is now completely on you and that's okay. I just don't think that you need to play a passive role in life. It's okay to take those big steps, take those big, big actions and kind of turn the tables around. You know, you're allowed to then go back and be like, this relationship is crumbling. It's falling down the drain. Let's fight. Now, if you're going to meet in the middle, 100%, they will fight for something if they believe it's worth fighting for. But they're not going to for you if you're out of nowhere without warning, just ending it like that. Then you don't have the right to blame others for the fact the relationship didn't work out. Don't expect to get something that you're not prepared to give. This is where accountability comes in and you need to own it. Another example is like the dating scene these days. If you're sitting there and you're saying that the dating game is shit and that there's no one at all out there for you, you know, boo me. Like if you're clearly just not going out on dates, then that's zero effort. You know, the people available to you to go out on a date with then reflects the amount of effort you're putting into it. So if you're not putting yourself out there, the level of effort that you're putting in is zero because you might just be waiting to be wooed or some shit like that. You can't whinge and complain because you have to take ownership of the fact that you're not putting in any effort at all and that and that all your effort is put into other things in your life. That's the reality of it, so own it. The moment you really and truly want to start dating, you will probably put yourself out there a bit more and put a bit more effort into it. However, you have to start taking some actual actions instead of sitting there whinging and complaining. I'm not saying that once you take accountability and start trying, everything changes. The dating scene might actually suck for you, right? It's hard out there. But ask yourself, are you in a situation where you complain but also don't take action or don't give someone a chance or don't go on that one date or you are too judgmental of that person? So just kind of look at what you're saying and what you're doing. What are you expecting more from someone else than you're willing to give? Are you sitting playing the role of the victim thinking that person didn't do something, but are you willing to do that in return? So just be careful with that. If someone is annoying you for not doing something, but you are also underperforming and not doing the thing, then you have no say at all with that. And in reality, you're sitting on your ass doing nothing for them. (laughs) Okay, so moving on to number two, understanding that there are consequences to your behavior. So for example, you cannot say whatever you want to say or think nowadays out loud to people because people do get offended. You cannot say what you want without consequences to your behavior. You don't have a good argument to back up what you're saying. What you are saying is hurtful and expect there to be consequences. You cannot be an asshole and expect everyone to be nice to you. You cannot treat people poorly and expect them to 
blow smoke up your ass. Like that's you being a hypocrite. At the end of the day, you can do what you want and you can say what you want, even if it is hurtful. Don't expect to have strong relationships at the end of the day if you're not factoring in other people's feelings at all. Like I can walk across the road and slap someone in the face, but I would get arrested. And I can do that if I want to, but there are consequences to my actions. So like take relationships or friendships, for example, and you always flake on them or you leave them on red or you're just not there for them. You cannot expect other people to be there for you if you're not going to be there for them, essentially. It's a reciprocal thing. It's a mutual thing. So if you want to be treated well in life, obviously, you have to do the same for other people. Now what happens if you damage a relationship through your actions and you now want to turn around and apologize? If that person doesn't want to mend the relationship, what do you do then? Unfortunately, nothing. There's nothing you can do once you have apologized and you're genuine about it. Like I said, there are consequences to your actions, no matter how reformed you are, no matter how good you are as a person, no matter how far you've come with your change, no matter what you've done to change, you have to own the fact that you are a shit person to someone else. You did something big enough to hurt someone else and they don't owe you anything in return. Now it's up to them really if they want to either enter into a conversation to mend the relationship with you or not because the damage has been done. So you cannot fuck someone else over, feel guilty about it for months and feel bad. Then you want to be told that it's okay. So you reach out to them so they can tell you that it's okay. But that may not happen because really you just want to clear your conscience and they might still think that you're a shit person. Just because you're so remorseful, that's not enough. That's actually the bare minimum to apologies. But what I would say is if you did fuck up, You've got to own it. That's the number one thing. Apologize without excuses because there's nothing shitter than the person that says, look, I'm really sorry such and such happened, but I was just going through something. No, that's not an apology. If you're going to apologize and you want the best chances of an outcome, you need to own your behavior because someone might think, wow, they're aware that they're responsible for what they did. So maybe there's a chance that they won't do it again. However, if you apologize with an excuse tagged onto it, that person is seeing through your bullshit thinking, wow, even in their apology, they they are not acknowledging genuinely their ownership in the situation and what they did. So they're thinking in their mind that you're just going to repeat that behavior, whether it's with them or someone else. That's what happens when you put excuses onto your apology. So number one is to own it and then learn from it, move forward. Stop putting the responsibility onto other people to forgive you or to say that it's okay, whatever. You just need to know that you may never be forgiven. Accept the consequences for your actions and know that you should be held accountable for it. But you can always learn from it. You can always make a genuine apology. You can genuinely try and reach out and say, hey, I was a shitty person, I know, and I shouldn't have done that. I'm not making excuses for my behavior, and I'm going to be a better person from now on. Then it's up to them what they do with that information. Okay, so the next one, number three, keeping your word. This is really good for keeping your word to yourself. When you say you're going to do something and following through with it, and you do it. More importantly, if you say you're going to do something and then you don't end up following through with it, Do not come up with bullshit excuses as to why you didn't do it. Admit to yourself that you either didn't have the capability to do it well or 
you just didn't care enough to do it. But all these excuses are reinforcing these behavior patterns. Every time you make an excuse, especially to yourself, because ultimately you are only hurting yourself. If you're making excuses to someone else, they can just end the relationship and move on. But if you're making excuses to yourself, you're stuck with yourself for the rest of your life. So that is where you are only hurting you. Every time you make an excuse, you allow this behavior and you're likely to repeat it again. You need to own your shit. And if you say to yourself, you're going to get this done by this day. And if you don't do it, just shut up with your excuses because this sounds shitter to everyone else. And if you want to listen to yourself in a week or in a year time, in a year's time or in five years time, you'd be so annoyed. If you replayed your excuse to yourself and you get five years down the track, you're probably going to hate yourself. So keeping your word is important. And if you're talking about keeping your word to other people, just be a bit more honest with your language. I think a lot of people make promises and overcommit because they want to be the hero of the moment. You actually feel the feeling of having already achieved something. Say you offer something like you can stay at mine the next weekend and use my house or you can use my car or I'll pick you up. The moment you offer the thing, that person is already thanking you for it, right? Even though you haven't come through with the offer yet. So you get this feel-good rush of dopamine through your body and you feel really good. You know, the accolades of you being a great person really just pumps your ego. So you're more likely to want to be the hero of the moment. The problem is that if you don't follow through with that, then the person is going to think less of you in the long term. I would rather people be a bit more neutral with me and where they're at. Like I don't offer something in the moment just to feel amazing and then realize down the track that I cannot even follow through with it and then have them think that I'm full of shit. No, I would rather be less impressive but more consistent over a fucking flake who is just there to have this feel-good adrenaline for a moment, right? The dreamers sell themselves as a great person. I'm so generous. I'm so reliable. But when showtime comes around, they're not there. They don't pull through and that there just shits all over your character. So just make sure that you're not making promises that you cannot commit to because you're going to be trusted less and less if you don't stick to your commitments. People are going to rely on you less. They will just roll your eyes every time you're off of something or you say, let's go do this or let's go do that. Like they're saying to themselves, I will listen to your bullshit. But in reality, I know that you're never going to pull through because you're a flake. So if that might be you, pay attention to when you do that or catch yourself over committing. What are the things that you're saying you're going to do, but don't actually pull through on? Like, don't be one of those people that are always like, yeah, let's do dinner for sure. And then on the night, don't come and give a million excuses and a long ass story as to why you couldn't do the said dinner. Because then the next time you make a commitment with the person, the other person is going to double book and make plans for someone else and probably end up cancelling on you whether you can pull through or not. I know that's fucked, but that's what happens when you're consistently inconsistent. So that's just breaking down those examples a little bit more. Now we're going to move on to talking about holding other people accountable for their behaviours. Something that is so common and has been around for decades is this whole idea of accusing and blaming an affair on another person or the other woman, air quotations. Like you're saying, she stole him from me or she's a home wrecker, that type of shit. That's not holding someone accountable for their actions. No one stole someone from you. Why don't you make your actual partner the one who committed to being in a monogamous relationship with you, the one who had an agreement 
with you to be exclusive with you, why don't you hold them accountable instead? And here's the truth, because it's easier for you to tell yourself that your partner was put under some fucking spell by this other person and they weren't in control of the situation and they had the affair. Then to go and tell yourself that your relationship wasn't in a good place. And then you go and tell yourself that the other person wanted something else. The truth hurts because it's personal. So you make excuses for other people's behaviors to fit this narrative and entail you think that it's going to keep you in this false bubble of protection. But what you don't realize is that the more honest you are with the situation, the more protected you will actually be, the more vulnerable you are to open to the reality of the situation. You will then become more resilient, more expecting of a situation and taking them for what they are, right? Someone has cheated on you. This is where you've got to start to see what's right for you and what's wrong for you. You have got to start agreeing with what's in front of you more often. Instead of resisting, resisting, resisting and living a false life to feel protected, that's all false and you've got to realize that there is no protection. The damage has been done. And now you're just trying to hold yourself together, hold everything else together around you. Just realize the relationship has already crumbled. The relationship isn't what you thought it was and you need to let it go. I'm not saying that you can't rekindle a relationship where there has been an affair. I'm saying that you need to cut it the fuck down to what it is and you can rebuild it if you choose to. But this whole blaming the other person I think is absolute bullshit. I don't understand how people think that the effects on the marriage have any sort of responsibility to do with the other person. I don't understand how people don't see that it's actually irrelevant. People genuinely think that the other person has some fault, right? You should really be concerned with the person that you had an agreement with whom is meant to be your partner. So stop making excuses for them because if you make excuses for them, what are they going to do? They're just going to do it again, right? My husband just made excuses for my behavior or my wife just made excuses for my behavior. I can do this again. I can treat them like this again. You have to hold people accountable for their actions. So if someone's going to cheat on you and you do not want a divorce, fine. You've told them, I forgive you for what you're doing. I understand what you did and why you did it. It wasn't your fault. That's fucked up. And honestly, you sound like a fucking doormat. Completely spineless in my opinion. If you're not standing up for yourself whatsoever in the situation, you are literally allowing this behavior. As they say, you get what you tolerated. By doing this, you are telling your partner, I tolerate this and it's okay. Keep behaving that way because I'm letting you know right now that I am tolerating this. Like you're literally telling them that this is your standard. Raise your fucking standards and hold people accountable for their actions, especially the people that you are heavily involved with, like a partner in a romantic relationship. You have to raise your standards and say that this will be accepted and this will not be accepted. And then you are showing that there's a fucking line and that this line does not get crossed. End of story. And all of this is not about being angry or blowing up at whatever it is. Peacefully tap the fuck out and just see it as this person is not for me. All right? It's simple. Just raise your fucking standards overall. You then start to understand what it is you're going to tolerate and what you're not going to tolerate. You make it clear to the other person and it's actually so simple. Once you understand that someone is not going to be at a level that you deem acceptable in your life, then they're just simply not going to be in your life. But to blame everyone and everything else around the two of you for the issues within your relationships is not okay. In reality, you've caused them. Two people are in the relationship. So one of the two 
is responsible or even both. So stop blaming other people about shit. Okay, so let's move on to communicating to someone that is hurting you. So basically this is getting something off your chest. I am personally here for getting something off your chest and letting someone know if they've hurt you. So for example, say you're never going to talk to this person again. Say that they've kind of ghosted you, you know, left left you on red or stood you up several times. I personally have no problem pulling someone up and saying, hey, look, I'm upset with you because you did or said X, Y, Z, and that really hurt me. I just have to let you know that that's not okay. I don't want to be in this situation with you again because I know what you're going to be like or someone has broken up with you and just ghosted you and you've got so many things that are just left unsaid and you want to write a fucking letter and send it to them because it makes you feel more relieved. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think that it's okay for someone to act like an absolute asshole, then wipe their hands clean and walk away without any consequences. If you don't want to reach out to them and you genuinely don't want to speak to the person that's hurt you, that's all in your right not to engage with that person. But what really annoys me is so often we are told the bullshit of, oh my God, don't text that person because then they're going to think you care. Like what's wrong with telling people that you care? Two real human beings here with emotions and beating hearts. What is wrong with society teaching people not to show emotions, especially when there's really deep ones involved and when you've been hurt? Don't sit there and say that you can fall in love without emotions and that you don't care when someone treats you like fucking shit because you have a heart of stone. Like, no. How has this mentality become a cool thing to do? How is it cool to teach ourselves that it's okay to block all of our emotions? Because at the end of the day, everything is based on human connection. Everything is based around relationships and whether it's acquaintances or close friends or complete strangers, our connections with people makes our world go around. And now we're trying to disassociate from emotions and disassociate with people. Yeah, right. That's a great way to live a half-baked fucking life. If you want to actually feel true happiness, feel true love, feel true emotion, you have got to be well adequate with being real when your heart is being real. Like when you're sad and you're in pain, communicating that with other people and allowing yourself to open up and get closer with people, you are going to communicate so much better when you are able to communicate tough conversations. What is wrong with communicating things? Like if you're with someone that doesn't have the ability or the emotional intelligence or maturity to tell you why they're tapping out for you to not then call them up on it. Like one minute, like you can say one minute we were fine then the next minute you want to fuck off. Like what is wrong with saying that? What is wrong with saying, no, 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 you don't get to walk away from this scot-free without any consequences and then go do it again to someone else. You need to learn a lesson in this situation. If you're going to implicate me in your actions, then I'm going to implicate you in the consequences. If your actions didn't actually hurt anyone and you're just living alone in your sad little life, behaving how you want to behave, obviously the moment you bring someone else into it, it is not just about you anymore. So I do think it's okay to turn around and say, I'm going to pull you up on what you've done to me because it's not fair and it's hurtful. Like I actually liked you and I was probably going to fall in love with you, but then you ghosted me and now I'm going to let you know that you need to grow the fuck up so you don't go and do this to the next person. I don't think that there's anything wrong with pouring your heart out to someone because honestly, I've done both. I've been closed off and I've also poured my heart out. And I can tell you 
even in the situation, both of them resulted in the relationship ending. Like I didn't respond and that was it. And then the time where I poured my heart out, I told him everything, how he made me feel, how his behavior affected me. And I just needed to let him know what I thought of him. I had so much peace and I slept so fucking well that night. I will never forget it. I never regretted saying what I had to say and I had the right to say my piece. If you generally don't want to call someone out because you feel better not communicating with them, that's 100% your right and you do that. That's fine. But don't ever feel like you cannot let someone know if they've hurt you. You don't ever stand and feel like you have to hide your emotions because everyone else around you is telling you to stop showing how much you care or be swayed by the people teaching you to have a cold heart or to not be in touch with your emotions. Like, honestly, if that's the way we're going to go, then that's the perfect way to continue this pathetic ghosting shit that people think is okay and to just tap out. No one is holding anyone accountable for these actions in this. What if someone ghosted you and instead of accepting it, you say to them, sit the fuck down and I'm going to tell you how you've hurt me or how you've made me feel. They might turn around and go, wow, I didn't know that I did that. Then they might even give you a reason to their behavior or why they did that or why they felt the need to do that. And then that's where you grow from it and then that hopefully they can too. Even if you both never ever talk again, that right there is a teachable moment for both of you. So stop trying to hide your emotions. One thing is not to communicate your emotions, but the other is to suppress them and think that it's cool to not tell anyone how you feel. I do not agree with that and we are all entitled to have a heart and express how we are feeling and let people know if they have hurt us. There, I have said my piece. (laughs) so that's pretty much everything I wanted to talk about today with accountability Um, you need to understand the beauty of being accountable when you can apologize without making excuses when you can apologize and see what you've done wrong or see when you haven't showed up for someone or done something and owning the situation for what it is without any excuses when you can tell someone that they have an account when you can tell someone that they have to be accountable for their actions the beauty of doing all of this is that you don't end up resenting people because you're being honest about it and when you hold people accountable the resentment fades you have a real conversation you end up having a real conversation with someone that is open and is honest right people then respect you so much more for it and the relationships feel stronger by the end of it if you're both 100% still in it. If you can really start owning everything of your own actions, goals are going to start being easier to achieve because you're actually showing up for yourself. Excuses will be the thing of the past. This will transform your life. Trust me, you will be uncomfortable from time to time, but it's such a small price to pay. Do not trade shallow connections with people just for comfort. It's just not worth it. It's not going to benefit you or them. Put yourself out there and be uncomfortable for the brief moment because in return, relationships will be deeper. Respect will be earned. Shit will get done. You'll be more in touch with your emotions. You'll have deeper connections. You'll be more vulnerable, all that good stuff. If you lose people along the way, then you just know that they're not meant for you. They are just not your people. Start being a better person. So at the end of the day, this is all up to you and who you want to be. And my advice would be just start seeing where you can be more accountable for yourself and towards others in your life. Oh my word, that was a lot. I really hope this helped and made things clearer in your life. Um, So thank you so much for listening. 
Um, if you don't know, this podcast actually has an Instagram account. So if you want to chat more about accountability or any other topic, you can catch me over there. I will leave the link in the show notes. Um, as always, feel free to share, like, subscribe. Um, as I am a one-woman show, so a little review goes a long way too. I hope you have a great day or night wherever you are in the world and I will be in your ears next week. See ya!